Thanks for joining The Spark, a podcast hosted by ICF. We're sharing our team's latest news and views on the issues that matter most. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the second edition of The Spark. I'm T. Clark, Director of Recruiting Operations. Today, we have our second part of a three-part series, Getting the Interview. We're here with Rochelle Roberts, one of our lead recruiters in our energy and environment recruiting teams, to talk about how your personal brand can help you get ahead in your career. Rochelle, it's really great to have you back. Thank you, it's great to be here. I'm so looking forward to getting, uh, talking about you know, getting the interview. It's, uh, it's really important, that next step in your career. Uh, yes, you know, absolutely. Uh, get, taking, taking that leap in, into maybe management. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to, to go through this conversation with you. Great. Well, our listeners are probably thinking about uh, how do they apply for the job? How do they get their application in, in the process? And um, they're worried that their application won't stand out because there's hundreds of other applicants out there. So they're thinking, where do I start? And, and how do I really get that interview? So the entire process can seem like a mystery at times. Very true and, and absolutely. I mean, I think about folks who maybe they haven't interviewed in, in a while. They're nervous about getting in front of another person, another stranger right. who they don't know. And then just the, the, the thought of actually throwing themselves out there in this mm-hmm. crazy marketplace. You know, where do we start? Well, because it can be a daunting task and it's, you know, you're going to be talking to people you don't know and trying to get the word out that you're looking the best thing to do is to first turn to your network. And in the first podcast of this three-part series, we talked about how important our network was uh, to making those connections uh, to those we may never come in contact with otherwise. So I kind of think of our network as the door to possibilities and how important it is to knock on those doors of our friends and our colleagues. We can find out who they know, how they might be able to help us. And, um, you know, aside from checking out LinkedIn, you can also go to Twitter, go to Facebook. So many of us are connected in so many different ways. All we have to do is, again, knock on that door virtually and have somebody open it for us. Right. And, you know, virtually or actually in person. You know, mm-hmm. I was recently at a Super Bowl party and I was, as you know, going through the, the course of, of the game, talking to, talking to different people. I met a person and he was looking for a, a new position and found mm-hmm. out that I was in you know human resources and we and began like, ding, you know ding, talking ding. exactly like, like right yeah and we ended up you know having a good you know a good, a good conversation now mm-hmm. granted you know what he does and what I do are two different things but right. it gave him another uh, contact now I know that he's actually out looking for a position and I can definitely you know help him try to try to connect the dots yeah absolutely uh, but uh, you know what what do we do next when that dream job comes along yeah, well, you know, when you find that job and you're ready to send in your resume and apply, it's so important to make contact with recruiting or find out who the hiring manager is. So once you make that connection, you know, be enthusiastic. Show your excitement about the opportunity and mention how you can impact the organization. And it's sort of like your elevator pitch hmm. that we talked about, you know, in the, in the first part of this series. Um, understanding your personal brand and being able to relate it through that that messaging that you use. And I want to add also that anytime you're messaging or recruiting a contact or a hiring manager, you want to treat that as part of your interview process. So you don't want to make the email um, sound iffy or uh, throw in things that you may not, you know, ordinarily do. You want to mm-hmm. make sure it's professional and that you stay uh, with a business-like tone. Um, because every piece of that is part of that interview process. Very true. 
And then if you don't happen to know the recruiter or the hiring manager um, for that role that you're interested in, find out if you're connected to somebody um, you know, with that company through LinkedIn or again, other people that you may know. Uh, you may have a friend that's connected and by asking, you find out that you know their referral or they can refer you themselves. And the other thing about companies, they've got these great referral bonus programs so your friend has an incentive to get you in the door more than just right. being nice and being your friend. And in fact, most companies are likely to hire their referrals. And ERE.net shared that referral candidates can be five times more likely to get hired than other candidates, which is really a huge number. So put your network to work for you. Very true, very true. And you know, we have an example even just on our team where one of our, our colleagues, uh, she stayed in contact with one of her friends way back from, from mm -hmm. college. He saw an opening that we had here at, at ICF, different different area of, of focus, mm -hmm. um, but you know he reached out to her uh, just like he, he normally would. She made sure that the resume got in front of the hiring manager and he ended up getting hired. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and I, I know with uh, some of our junior positions here uh, as well at ICF, we have a lot of people who maybe just graduated six months before last summer and now they're referring their friends that mm -hmm. were a year behind them in school and they know what the environment is like. It really showcases the organization and friends want to work with their friends because they trust you know, that they're referring them to a place that's going to be great to work. Right. Um, the other thing, you know, while we're on the topic of referrals, you want to make sure that you're talking to your connections and making sure that you're applying for the jobs that um, you're the best fit for. Instead of you know, going out there on, online and looking at all of these jobs and trying to figure out where you fit, talk to your friends because they can say, for this particular job, you should make sure that these keywords are on your resume or um, you know, this is the person you need to talk to. So this is a, not only a great time for making those connections, but having your friends, your colleagues review your resume for the qualifications and making sure that you really are presented in the best possible way and it gives you a chance to get feedback and um, making sure that your resume is tailored the way it needs to be. Exactly and, and you know more moreover on, on resumes make sure that they're they're unique to, to yourself mm -hmm. um, you know if you're a creative uh, you know person make sure you it's, it's, it's designed properly, you right. have icons, you know, mm -hmm. you, uh, a, a template online or in Microsoft Word maybe won't work right. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as, as best. Um, for, for, most, for most people, reading a person's resume is their first entry into mm -hmm. a, uh, a, a company. So, right. so be sure to put your best foot forward. Exactly, and you know, if, you're, if the business that you're applying for requires portfolios, or maybe mm -hmm. you are a, a lead Java programmer, maybe you've got some sites that you've worked on before, things that you learned on your own or you taught yourself taught, um, make sure that you've got those resources available to you so that you can share those with an right. employer and demonstrate your ability. And one more point on applying, only apply to those jobs that you feel you're best suited for. So if you apply for everything under the sun, uh, well, it won't really help you in a good way to be noticed. Uh, you want to diligently review the job postings and determine which ones match your skill set and experience the best. And then put your best foot forward and knock those doors. So make sure you've got the right connections, the right keywords, and the resume is ready to go for the right position that fits you the best. So let's talk about knocking down those doors. Mm -hmm. How would you recommend a candidate go about contacting the recruiter? 
Yes. So as we talked about earlier, you know, the goal is to find a connection that you can leverage to help make that, that introduction. So first, you want to find out as much as you can about the recruiter so that you can plan the best approach on reaching out. And that might be through LinkedIn. It might be through sending a tweet or simply sending an introduction email. So you want to figure out the things that you have in common, uh, things that you can engage on right away. So you know, maybe you've got a common friend, um, maybe you went to the same school, uh, or you belong to the same association. We find so many commonalities with people that we had no idea that we have until we actually start looking. So I would say to start there, um, find some commonality, and then again, back to our opening the door and, and knocking that door theme. This will help you to get to where you want to be and to begin to build that relationship that you're looking for. And it really takes two, three seconds to identify right. <laughs> some type of commonality uh, between your, yourself and a, and a recruiter. So, you know, a school, maybe you guys are in the same type of group yes. uh, that, that, that's online. Uh, maybe you both like to bake cakes. I don't know. <laughs> but um, essentially, don't be canned. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. be, be yourself. Right. And, um, you know, when you do go out and, and convey your, your interest to, to those uh, recruiters, you know, I, I think some folks now have a tendency, you know, is, is one contact, one outreach enough? Is it two? Is it mm -hmm. three? You know, how often is it is it okay to reach out? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I have seen um, a couple of us on the same team get the same re same email from the same candidate <laughs> right. asking about, you know, a particular position. And right. we're all sharing, have you reached out to this person? And um, so we're we're always willing to help you make that connection and get you going in the right the right direction. Um, but for me, I'm always very open to candidates uh, reaching out, and I really enjoy that part of my job. And I let candidates know that they can reach out anytime, um, but I do try to give them a timetable. And I'll suggest a particular day that they reach back to me, because maybe I know I have a meeting that's coming up with that team, and I'll have more information to share. Um, but if your recruiter doesn't do that, that would be a question you might want to ask is, you know, when can I give you a call back? and get some expectation of a timetable so that you can reach back for an update um, or you can reach back to provide additional details. So, you know, it's a fine line. We never want to try too hard, right. um, but it can be difficult to find that balance, especially if you don't know the person and you don't know their rhythm mm -hmm. or their routine. So when in doubt, you know, ask when it's okay for you to contact them again. Right. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And you're building a relationship. Exactly. And, and you so need to figure out how each other works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Think of it as dating. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about getting prepared for the interview. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, once it is you know, scheduled, I mean, right. any tips for getting ready? I mean, how can our listeners really stand out from the crowd? Yeah, that's a really great, great question. And being in recruiting, we have a chance to see the both sides of the coin. The candidates getting ready and then the interviewers, mm -hmm. the managers saying, well, they had this or they didn't have that. And so... I would say I often hear from my hiring managers and, and interviewers that the number one cause of concern during an interview is the candidate's lack of knowledge about the organization that they're applying for. Um, and I can get that where the, the candidate is, is interested in many organizations, they're applying for many different jobs, especially as you're coming out of school, and it's hard to keep track of everything. So maybe put yourself, you know, put together a little spreadsheet of each place you apply for, the contact information, mm -hmm. and so when, when I call you, you don't have to say, oh, what was this about again? Right. Or let me look through my notes. You can sound a little more professional and ready. And then to research, research, research. Show that you know about the company. You've got a passion for what they do. 
more than just looking at Wikipedia or reading an article or two. And you want to make sure that it's real news and not fake news mm -hmm. um, because you may be led in the wrong direction. <laughs> right. So use this opportunity to ask your referral about the company, you know, what they know, what, um, what the business is, you know, pursuing in the, in the marketplace, what the challenges may be. Um, that helps you to stand out uh, in the crowd just by being yourself and knowing what is happening, what's impacting the business. And, um, you know, being prepared, you understand what's happening and you know what's, what the impact will be. Right. And it gives you a chance to really share your experiences and your skill set and how you might impact right. the role and, and how you might be able to, to help grow that. Right, and companies love promoting themselves. So yes. there's a ton of information Lots that's of information. out there. Lots of information. And I'm sure you could pick out one or two things that you could easily connect the dots back, back to yourself. Yes, for and, sure. And shameless plug, <laughs> we, uh, we actually did a recent uh, blog post in, in Spark about four tips to ace your interview. So for those mm -hmm. listening, don't, don't forget to search for that. That's, that's gonna be great. So, you know, the next going into, before we move on to the, the third part of this series, which is getting a job, um, when we talk about getting to the interview stage, the other thing you want to make sure is that you've, you know, you've brushed up on the company, you've, um, make sure you've got a few questions for the team. I always hear that too, that the, the candidate didn't have any questions. And sometimes we don't have questions on the huh. spot because we're just trying to take all the information in. And so be prepared ahead of time. Think of just two questions that you can ask. And it can be a simple question, but mm -hmm. it still shows that you have an interest. Right. So think of two questions and write, write them down. And then you want to practice a few interview responses. So you can do some quick Googling on mm -hmm. Um, practice interview questions, look at yourself in the mirror, you know, come up with your responses so that when you are on the spot, it's easy to formulate those in your head. And it's okay to take notes. So if you <clears throat> are taking notes in the interview and you brought an extra copy of your resume for the team and then for yourself, put some keywords on there that you want to make sure you talk about during your interview. Um, put some other notes or things that you are afraid you might forget that mm -hmm. can really demonstrate your ability. Write that down. Um, and then write down anything else that you might feel will help. It's okay to glance at those notes. We, we get stage fright when we're put on the spot. We forget and we later we say, oh, I wish I would have said this or they don't know, you know, all the success I had <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> you know. So, and that can help with, um, you know, just keeping you on track with everything. So, it, it's, this is the fun part, but exactly. it's also the the nervous. There's yep. some nervousness there too, and anxiety. But yep. I think if you're prepared and you follow kind of what we were talking about, um, it'll make it much uh, uh, more manageable exactly. for yourself. Exactly. No, definitely all great points. Uh, I just want to just just go back on a, on a few things. So we're definitely going to continue to use our network like we learned in our first series. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're actually we're not going to be afraid to reach out to recruiters or hiring managers, mm -hmm. whether it's on LinkedIn or Twitter. And or they, what, post what have you. they post so their information. They post their information. It's there for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And we're going to be prepared for for the interview. We're really going to make a, a good showing uh, when, when we're finally in, in those doors and in that office space. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I've, I've had another you know great conversation with you here uh, today, and uh, I look forward to our next one. Yeah, this is great. Thank you for having me, and um, we look forward to to joining on the the third one on getting the job and what that what that takes. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Spark. For more information, 
visit www.icf.com forward slash blog or check out Careers with ICF at www.icf.com forward slash careers.